Across the table, we are joined by the tree purveyor extraordinaire, a man's hands that should be documented in the Guinness Book of World Records, number three on the call sheet, but number one in our hearts. I bring to you Mr. Alex Gamble. And we thank you for joining us for episode 77. Let's go. Nail it one time. One time for the people in the back. Just get it right. Just one time. Murder it. That's what we need. Love it. We're Love on a it. dinghy right now. The ship has gone down. No, it hasn't. <laughs> the ship is on fire. I love how confident you came into this. The You're ship like, is we're on good. Fire. We're got we're great fine. energy. We're, we're good. And then the first thing is, so the ship is on fire and sinking right now. I ate someone already <laughs> in this scenario. It's We've sacrificed our smallest and weakest warriors. Yep, yep. As they deserve to be sacrificed. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just holding it down right now. Hey. Just the two of us. With our thumb, though. Hey. I mean, like it ain't nothing. I will say the listener base definitely responded to our last episode, just me and you. So, mm-hmm. just saying, maybe a spinoff, some strength, some cold snack network, yeah, shit with like an umbrella of 2. different 0. podcasts. Yeah, are we on Cold Snack 2.0? Yeah. I'm a media mogul, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to get. I'm gonna get like the redneck Jay Z. You're a media mongol. Why is Zach riding in a phantom? <laughs> it looked like a phantom till a phantom roll up, but that is a Chrysler 300. <laughs> but it's the S. Don't get it twisted. I got the S. But it's gonna have them carpet seats though. Well, at least I'm being driven. <laughs> <laughs> who are you gonna? Who are you gonna get to drive you. your me? Yeah, I can't drive you around You're if I'm protege. part of 2.0. You're my protege. Protege. You got multiple jobs within Cold Snack <laughs> Entertainment, and I'm the Vince McMahon. <laughs> Was that make me Hunter or Stephanie? Stephanie. Oh no, I'm caked up. <laughs> so I can wear the there leather pants you if can. I need to wear the you leather pants. Pull it pants. off for the brand. We oh, appreciate yeah. you. I'd work hard for it. You hey, know? you know what else we'd appreciate? If you go in the bio Do at that. the Instagram, hey, check out some of the new media. We're giving Alex some responsibility about to introduce a third ownership on it. So uh, he's going to be taking over the social. So okay. hopefully we'll see an uptick in that. This yeah. is all news Am to I me. Am I calling you out right now? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. It's forged through fire. That's what I like. It's also a favorite show of mine. Oh, you know dude, what I mean? I, will, I, I go to sleep every night to forge and fire. Thinking about forged and fire. Yeah, just, you know, loud things, people beating on metal and burning themselves. It just puts me and to sleep. That, you know what pisses me off? Every time they don't put white out around when they do Damascus. It's like, what are you doing? But you're not supposed to. Every time they tell you it saves time if you mm-hmm. don't put white out and you grind the canister off. Oh. Yes. Use the whiteout. Why are we going to have cold snack fours? <laughs> <laughs> we make knives on cold snack yeah. combo. It's strictly made out of aluminum. <laughs> old Just Miller recycled Light Miller Lite cans. Right. Oh, man. I'll, I'll be producing those. Well, speaking of, you, you mentioned you hit a little thing that made me think about something funny earlier whenever you said protege. Oh, yeah? So you've been haggling me about golfing. I think it's hassling, but go ahead. 
uh, haggle, haggle hassle because you also Have haggle me about trying to you? yes because you try to get me to spend all my money on yeah. something I don't know anything well, about. It's a it's a it's a hobby that requires a certain amount of entry fee. Well, my entry fee is about fifty bucks. Similar, <laughs> no, you're gonna need to bring a little bit more than that. Well, see, I think it's actually like a complex for you because you don't like the fact that I know so much more than deer hunting about you. Then you no, do, that's fine. and I think it hurts your feelings because I'm always like, "Hey, guy, I know, don't do I think, that." I know. I think we can have an equal trade of expertise. Well, I can benefit you, and you can benefit me. Why does it have to be so advertising? Well, you're advertising. <laughs> I took a I took a leap. That's about four words that you've welded Somet- together. <laughs> Sometimes, and they're tough welds. Um, you you got, got D lambs in those. <laughs> yeah, they're tough. Um, but no, sometimes you just jump out on a limb, and sometimes it breaks, and well, they broke. Well, see, the problem is, is adversarial. That my skills that I'm trying to give to you come mm-hmm. along with a little bit of a better sleeping habit and putting food in the freezer. So yours comes with a drinking problem and probably crashing a golf cart and getting a health insurance claim. No, no, it's a it's a mental game. It's a, it builds mental toughness. I know you heard me say that I go to sleep with forging fire. I don't mm-hmm. need any more mental <laughs> mental impacts on my brain. Dude, I used to go to bed to Dateline and fucking Tom Brokaw used to have me fucked up. They're like, <laughs> it was a hot summer. Still, Stephanie <laughs> stepped into the fire. It's like what? <laughs> stepped the, into the, the fire. fire. I was almost asleep. I'm like. <laughs> It would have got away with it if it wasn't for that small boy in the crawl space. It's like, <laughs> what? How did he why, get there? Why is he in there? Why is his name Tommy? It used to get me jacked. I, I love Dateline. <laughs> I can tell. I do. Anybody that goes to sleep to a show like Dateline, y'all yeah. probably ought not do that, first it's of all. It's the ID channel. You need to get on like the moving art side of the world where it's just pictures. There's nice colorful pictures for you. Hey, speaking of TV, because you know how much we're going to review now that no one can stop us. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to it. Uh, just saw the clip. Episode or season five, Yellowstone. <sighs> if you thought I was bad before. Yeah. Well, see, the problem was, was we had you a little bit self-conscious about the cowboy hat where you finally stopped wearing it with like gym shorts. And I never wore it with gym shorts, always with jeans. I kept it classy. I'm going I'm to give you a solid, that's a lot. But that is so blasphemous. It is not. 100%. Go ahead. Anyway, what I was saying was we finally got you off the cowboy hat train, mm-hmm. and now you're just jumping back into it. You're like, yeah, season five, a, I need a new one. Because it's so a I part have, of me. I can have a Sunday hat yeah. and a working hat. Because at this point, I need a Stetson. A Stetson. Got to have one, don't I? No. I, I, well, I think we need to include a belt buckle this year. A belt buckle? I think every year as it progresses, I just get one more piece of memorabilia. It was like, I bought a horse this year. I, I just picture you going to all the, like, the $10 entry fee rodeos and standing at the gate with your arms crossed going. Can you see me getting hey, buddy, fucked up on the here, Bronco? Come here, let me show you something. Like, I'm going to ride that Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll sign that release form. Yeah, and the Bronco is actually one of the calves that they rope to let I out of the gate for the nine-year-old. No, I get on a real Bronco and just get my shit pushed in. Yeah, just one good time. Then I win the buckle. <laughs> then you no, but you know what hat. you can do? You can, see, you can sing Dear Rodeo and it means something <laughs> to you. That's what you can do. Oh, my god! Which is really worth it to me. So I'm going to climb back out of this wormhole for a second. One step closer to Cody Johnson. Go ahead. (laughs) You're not. So close. So anyway, what I was talking about was you hassling me about getting a set of golf clubs. 
and okay. I finally berating would also yeah. Uh, if you don't, you, if you don't like my words, just next time write them down. That's all right. We're gonna work through it. Okay. We're gonna grow your skills in golf and vocabulary. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Mr. Hooked on phonics. You. It's okay. Go ahead. You calling me hooked on phonics? Yeah. Okay, I'll remember that. Good luck getting home. But anyway, <laughs> so I, I drove. <laughs> So I went and got a set of golf clubs off of uh, the Facebook marketplace mm-hmm. where all solid establishment. Yes, where all con artists are born and raised. Mm-hmm. And I really, I've been a professional cheapskate for my whole life. We know this. I mean, legit, obviously, it took me this long to spend like fifty dollars on a used set from the nineties. So mm-hmm. obviously, it took me a while to say, okay, I'm just going to go buy some. Right, as you should, as being a man. Right, because I'm an adult now, and I've been told to be an adult. You have to right. have a set of golf clubs, regardless of how much you use and them. And you're a salesman, so you need them. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still not sold on the fact that I'm a salesman. You are. I'm it's half fine. estimator, half salesman. Nah, embrace it, you're a salesman. Go ahead. So anyway, so I go and I get these golf clubs, and this dude's talking to me about all this stuff. And really, it pissed me off. I know it's hard to believe. Really pissed me off. <laughs> That's surprising. Because Venmo and Cash App has screwed up the art of the deal. It's because you're a drug dealer. It's not. It's because <laughs> I'm cheap. And because you can't show up and you're like, all right, this dude's asking 100 bucks for this, right? I'm mm-hmm. going to bring 70 cash. Right. And say, hey, dog, that's all I got. Unless you right. got a card reader, that's all I can give you. No, that you That can't. is the ultimate cheapskates out. Now Venmo and Cash App have completely screwed that up for us. Mm-mm. And now you just like, you don't have an option. You just can either say, hey, I'm not willing to give you that money. If you, right. can, if you can place the blame on something else. Why are you like trying to place blame? It. Just say, I don't want to pay that. <laughs> why, are you, why, are you gotta, why are you scared? Why are you scared I don't to know. haggle? I don't know. Some, some short guy. I just be like, no. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't no. want to do that. I don't want to do that. Also, I wouldn't out myself by saying, if you have a card reader, I'm, I'm walking into that scenario that that the only money I have in my pocket is what I'm willing to spend. <laughs> See, I don't have that kind of control you over go, myself. Now you got to go into there with that. It's cause once you show your hand, it's like, well, I can get more money out of this guy. I got Venmo. Who well, doesn't? Most it's 2022. Figure it out. <laughs> most of the time, my hand is a little bit of people pleaser with a little bit of cheapskate, right. and they clash drug, real bad. Drug dealers have cash up in Venmo, by yeah. the way. Um, but people figure it out. I'm not in that game, so I couldn't tell I'm you. just telling you how widespread that, that alternative ink, you know. Well, I and until goes. until I got these golf clubs, I didn't have Venmo. I mm-hmm. stood away from it for that exact reason. Like, hey, dog, this is the only cash I got. If you can make that work, I'm good with it. You can have all my cash. Facebook Marketplace really close to the underworld, though. Oh yeah, you get some shady people. Oh, dude, you go on there and it's like, and they catch me too. I'll be looking at campers on there, and mm-hmm. that thing's like nine hundred dollars for like a two thousand and seventeen camper. Yeah, been in the garage, dust free, rust free. And then you go down a little bit further, and there's uh-huh. another really cheap camper with the same description. I'm like, they had me. They had the hook, line, and sinker had me reaching out to the, is this available button? No, you know what's funny? So I make it a part of my nightly routine, right? And usually I'm, I'm slipping, sipping on a, a little glass of whiskey, right? No. But I'll fall asleep on the couch from time to time. <laughs> All night, and uh, so I'll wake up with a to my message. No, to, well, with that, but also to a message in my messenger saying yes. I look at the thread; and it's where I've auto pushed the button. <laughs> Is this still available, or I'm interested? I'm like, am I doing that? In my, I'm propositioning people drunk at one a.m. One a.m. Half asleep, just like, hey, is this '87 Toyota still available? <laughs> 
I'm interested. I like to think all yours is just used garden tools what's and used wor- tires. Well, yeah, what's even worse? No, it's usually vehicles. That's what I like to troll for. But the problem is I like to select areas that are more diverse so it shows me more stuff. Like I'll go to Atlanta or L.A. and see what's over there. But uh, And I'll be like, yeah, is this thing in Santa Cruz, you know, <laughs> California still available? Is it still available? I'm interested. When's the next time you're going to be driving through Clanton? <laughs> I'd like you to drop that off. Oh, that's too good. But yeah, so with with those uh, golf clubs comes the fear. Number one of you teaching me how to golf, mm-hmm. and number two taking on your bad habits of drinking late and asking people about their eighty seven Tacomas in Saint Santa Cruz, California. Well, I genuinely do have an interest in your eighty seven Toyota, <laughs> but um, I will say this about my golf ability. It's one said, if you can't do, teach. And I like to consider myself a hell of a teacher. Okay. I've br- brought a lot of base level golfers <laughs> to functioning members of society in the golf community. So I'm not saying you're going to be Tiger Woods, but you're going to be able to get around. <laughs> the rest is left up to you. You teaching anybody anything gives me more fear <laughs> than, than the learning part. I can tell you that I can teach golf better than you can coach baseball. 100%. Like without a doubt in my mind, and that's just facts, and we know this. I, I'm I'm flabbergasted. I taught Cody how to play bamboo. Well, that's not saying 100%. a lot. He's pretty good. Well, he's we not here money. to he's not here to argue that. We so. win money. And he's just out there <laughs> improving win, his game right now because that's what kind of player he is. No, he, if you're winning five dollars a hole on somebody, that's not yeah. winning money. That's spending drunk money. That's pretty good money. Well, aside from my frivolous purchases of what you peer pressured me into doing i had a uh, eight-year-old birthday party this weekend that about broke me yeah i saw that and yeah. you were acting real weird when i showed up oh yeah for good reason so I, for I, no reason but for a very good reason okay for go the, ahead regale me with so your the, the fact that i've got a side of my family mm-hmm. that is not pro anything that we do i don't know them <laughs> whether it's drinking or cussing I or don't know them. any you of said that. i couldn't say crap you know what i did i kept <laughs> going to your back room shutting the door and drinking a beer and saying dog poop <laughs> and, you know, I, know, I know you did because i kept going who keeps shutting the door on my office and me. then you would be in there with this like caught look on your face like me <laughs> i'm free basing cocaine in the corner hey i'll do Ging a little, little needs to look away now. all right i will do a little too <laughs> What you say, game, game, game? I don't know. <laughs> so stupid, so ridiculous. Jesus drank wine. Let's figure it out. Oh my gosh, no. So I figured out that birthday parties are are literally made to break the man in the situation because you've got super stressful. Yeah, super because you've you didn't got have to, to build anything. I don't want to hear it. I'm sorry that you made a pergola that had nothing to do with your daughter's birthday I'm party. Just the builder, but bro. that's what I do. I I'm glad things. you said that because the one thing that I wanted to point out was mm-hmm. we never ran out of food. We had all the activities for the guests that were here and everyone had a place to sit. I think everybody had a great time at Raylan's first birthday. And if you didn't, well, it wasn't for you. It wasn't for for almost everybody. Thanks for coming. Everybody was thirsty, hungry, not happy. Well, I was thirsty for a time when I had to hide my (laughs) grown-up use of alcohol in a respectable (laughs) manner. I'm not over here like, hey, game game, you want a vortex (laughs) this Miller Lite? Get out of here. Uh, not Chris Fish. Cut me a little slack. No, you. I mean, you can show up to an eight-year-old function. Without I show beer. up to every. No, no, I can't. No, <laughs> I have a hard and fast rule at every birthday party. Recall is one to a thousand. 
I'm drinking at your birthday party. <laughs> I'm just doing that. You know why? Because it's my weekend. Is it? But it's not your it's weekend. My weekend. It's, it's totally for someone else. Nope. And not care. only did you show up I'm with there. beer, you You're showed welcome. up over an hour late. Look, you know, you go through things when you have a one-year-old. Sometimes they're tiny terrorists. You know, should be <laughs> they belong on Al Qaeda watch list. Yeah. And yours would be yeah. the one. <laughs> no, she's a precious angel, but she does have her moments. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, Jesus, I'll, I'm bargaining with her. I'm like, you want 20 bucks, dog? Like, let's figure it out. Listen, you get the gummies if you get in the car. I car swear. gummies? We, we can figure it out. We can make a, we can make a deal. No, nah, she's like, there's no, she's on a holy war, bro, with my <laughs> psyche. She's like, I'm going to break you, old man. <laughs> she pulls out her best shark impersonation. Oh, you like, are a lying piece of crap. Right. You are a con artist. <laughs> so ridiculous. But anyway, that kind of held us up. But then I show up, and to be fair, I showed up, gave Lane 20 bucks in a card. <laughs> I was like, hey, you're welcome. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> That's gas money. That's, That's the reason. Money. Yeah, he was able to get to school and this get a inflation. chicken biscuit that morning. Hey, good, good. I'm glad I'm able to contribute to your house. Yeah. Well, that's enough about my weekend. I've spent my bad money and, you know, the fact that you showed up late to the birthday party that, you know, kind of made a scene, kind of put me in a position to hide you from the rest of my family. But other than that, how was your weekend? Alex, I am who I am. And we know this. Yeah. Some people can't handle you, buddy. Well, you know. Sometimes you too much. <laughs> I'm just saying who I am, you know. You kinda, I'm not going to hide it. You kind of a lot. Well, here I am. <laughs> I'm a good time. But no, uh, this Karen that I met at the ABC store did not think oh, I was yeah. a good time. So You had an altercation. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm an avid bourbon collector. You know, I make my trips to the ABC store down in Montgomery for the allocation week. Mm -hmm. Only the finest brown rubbing right, alcohol right, that $20 right. can buy. Hey, hey you know, no, go, it's, go a, it's a small flex. It's my little personal thing. I don't like to really talk about it. Um, <laughs> as you're talking about yeah. it. <laughs> anyway let's move on so um so we get in line and i'm like hell yeah we got here early we're gonna get a good spot i'm gonna be able to get some good stuff so then i'm sitting there for a while and someone's like hey did you sign a list i said what list i've never signed a list i'm standing in line this is where i'm at you know what i mean i don't want you mean people have gotten out of line something about you and lines and entryways from the movie theater to the ABC store, you just, you owe and two against the It bothers list. me. It bothers me that <laughs> you can sign your name on a list on Thursday because you got some Yahoo that took off work two days to sit in line for a bottle of whiskey that probably retails on the secondary market about $400. And you can put your name down <laughs> and leave <laughs> and still expect to come back and be in that spot. That's what bothers me. That's called anarchy. It sounds like really. you have an authority complex that you need to talk no, about. No, no. It's a classic. It's a rule old as time. If you're in the line, <laughs> that's where you're at. There's no signing into a list. What's this list? It's not even brought on to you by the ABC board. It's not even affiliated. It's just the first. <laughs> it's the freaking wizard of the line that said, hey, you know what? He's, you know what he's probably doing? He's probably taking cuts. You know what I mean? Slipping my 10. <laughs> I well, like I'm get you, up at number five. You had to wait another 30 minutes and you're accusing this no, guy of some sort of is, underground. The, no, the problem is with the system <laughs> is the premium stuff that everybody's after gets taken up by these <laughs> list makers <laughs> and really cutting out the average Joe just trying to get some good liquor. Uh, it sounds like to me like you mad because you ain't on the list. I'm sick. 
I don't see how you can hate outside of the club. You can't even get in. I know, because there's fucking lists. (laughs) Which is bullshit. You have to stay in the line. That's my only point. And she basically was like, what number are you? I said, I'm the number where I'm at right now, (laughs) ma'am. And you ain't been here all freaking morning. So then she throws out this term like, well, no one wants to wait in the line. I was like, you think I want to wait in the fucking (laughs) line, lady? No, no one wants to. But you know what? That's the rules of the motherfucking line. That lady was just trying. See, that lady was the position of Katie whenever you feel bad. And Katie was about to swing on her, but my bad. Katie, Katie got a rough record in street fights. <laughs> See, that lady got sent there by her drug addict or alcoholism. They were portly individuals. Husband named Daryl that said, "Hey, you're going to go he was up with there." Her. He was with her and didn't say a word. She so was, it was she for was her. popping off. It was for her. Yeah, and I told her, I said, "I don't fucking know you, lady. I just know the rules of the line." <laughs> and Katie's cracking up, and I'm just looking her dead in the face. I'm just <laughs> like, I'm not fucking moving. <laughs> They're like, what number are you? I was like, what number do you think I am? <laughs> where I am right now. Right at, right I'm this number. Right. I'm behind him and in front of her. Yeah. That's where if I am in this line. If you want something, you can get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't be starting fights with people at the ABC board. At 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a problem. Well, you know, they started it. <laughs> so. I, I'm, a, I'm a law and order kind of guy. <laughs> and they are anarchists. But the, the question is. Are you going to get put on the list next time? I, well, yeah, I got to connect. <laughs> that lives down in Montgomery. I was, she was like, shit, if that's the game they want to play, I'd, I'd incited a riot inside this line. <laughs> They're like, the people that had been standing there and didn't believe in the list as well rallied with me. <laughs> so I almost created a riot scenario at the ABC store. And this lady was like, no, we'll, you, we'll write your name down on Wednesday. You'll be number one in the line. I was like, damn right, Deborah. She had half her tooth, like, broke off. But <laughs> oh, I ride so you for was, her. like, like understanding y'all's on the same wavelength. Yeah, and it was a really beautiful thing because she was wearing a Texas A&M shirt. <laughs> and given the current climate. Oh, yeah. We appreciate that yeah, kind of brotherhood. We're gonna go deep into that A and M and Alabama yeah, beef. I'm for, sure. I'm for like every. I'm for that. I love a good beef, especially across across the world. Yeah. Like, expect the world of sports. I love the fights. I love the arguments I with the coaches. It. A good coach and player argument. You can't beat that. I that's, wish that's they'd classic all be America. roided up. Uh, oh yeah, I'm I pro roids. Yeah, give me roids, growth hormones, the whole nine. Marijuana, years. cocaine. <laughs> All of it. All of it. And I need this to be like, what was it, NFL Blitz? Oh, yeah. That was such a great game. Oh, no. Like, the best. You, like, level up when you get a domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great game. He, he's, he sat in jail for two weeks, but, hey, his stamina and his strength, Dude, up three points. He's been in there getting jacked, okay? <laughs> his stiff arm, definitely the best hit stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, it sounds like you need to stay away from the ABC board for a hot minute. Yeah, and, you know, we drove around Montgomery after that looking for cars, and I'm driving by a railroad. A railroad. A railroad. <laughs> and I see a CSX truck, and I'm like, that's cool how you got the railroad <laughs> wheels on your truck. That's a really versatile truck you got there. If you get stuck in traffic, you just... Damn, don't, don't get on that one on. lane, you know, and ride. I don't know the rules yeah, of that road. That road, the rules to that road is you can't turn nowhere. How do they you get in a, one direction? I was like, I mean, obviously this makes sense that they just contract the rails <laughs> up and they just drive over. But I was like thinking to myself, I was like, how do they get on that rail? <laughs> how do they line that up? They get just dropped there from a crane? They, that, no, they that drive work? onto the tracks. 
the 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 little the spheres, their wheels, their pulley system, they just drive over the top of it and it sits down on it. You work for CSX? No, I just can use common physics to see that they could drop over the tracks that sit a good two feet above the ground. I'd like to do that for a living. Just drive the truck. Yeah. Not do anything. Just drive the truck on the rails. Yeah. That's all I want to do. What's that do? He well, just drives that truck. He drives that truck on the rails. He tries to get there. Yep. He's a rail man. <laughs> Living the large. You'd be Wearing listening to all the Alan Jackson oh, songs. If you didn't think I have a cowboy hat on every day, you're dead wrong. Oh. Speaking um, of, I mean, this has been an informative and exciting first half. We're looking forward to the second half. I'm on the edge of my seat. Stick around with us for part two. Hey guys, do you have annoying stumps on your property? Well, I know I did until I called the guys at CTF Services. They got me straightened out in no time. Whether it's one or a hundred, they have your back. Contact my guy, Chris Fish, at 205-422-7236. Once again, that number is 205-422-7236 and tell them Cold Snack sent you. Hey guys, we all know that that summer heat can be brutal. It's even worse if your AC unit goes out. That's why I trust the guys at All Climates Heating and Air. If you're having trouble keeping cool this summer, give them a call at 205-369-1070. Servicing the greater Birmingham area, tell them Cold Snacks sent you. Thanks for sticking around for part two of episode 77. As I aforementioned about Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher getting in together in the the tense relationship that has become Texas A&M and Alabama football, we're going to touch on that lightly. Um, As we all know, I'm a big Alabama fan, and what I can't stand is blasphemy towards St. Nick, and I won't have it. See, the problem is is that that Nick Saban is so used to just being able to throw his words like dust yeah, in the wind. because he's not, the goat. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's really, I think – and this is not – this is me trying to come from a very neutral standpoint. I think we can say he's got to be the best, if not one of the top two or three best college football coaches of our time of football in general. I mean, you, there's just nobody that I think that you could really hold a candle to Mm-hmm. But as far as modern-day tactics and how much more difficult that I think that sports are today than they used to be as far as tactics, electronics, athletes, school systems, finances, I mean, everything is so much better. Oh, yeah. But I, I just the like I said, I am a huge fan of some just off-the-wall beef with oh, people. Yeah. And <laughs> I love the tirade. Oh, yeah. That's a, my favorite. A good rant, for, and I think all the other coaches, like we see Saban doing mm-hmm. rants, we're going to drop some too. But, I right. mean, ultimately, I haven't really kept up with it as much as most people have. But Well, let me fill you in. Fill, so basically, Fill me and the people they, in that may not know. The World Games that are being hosted in Birmingham in like 40-something days. Yeah, go into that. Um, big a deal. Basically, I'm, I think I'm going to go see some karate or some, you know, Ooh, some judo. I'm doing the same. Some I'm, of that. I'm going to see idea. Muay Thai and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay, let's go. Let's okay. do it. All right. Combat sports, weird. Um, <laughs> so, basically... They had him on there for a benefit. So it was like $1,000 a plate, 5000 mm-hmm. for a VIP. 
And he's talking about the current state of NIL where players are able to make money off name, image, and likeness. Right. Vis-a-vis NIL. NIL. And originally that's supposed to be you come there and you just make money off your name and image and likeness via companies. Mm -hmm. But it's turned into where schools have collectives like, you know, a boosters Mm -hmm. that feed into a pot to be able to buy players and wait you mean to tell me that college athletics have ways to undermine the money to coerce players to come to their schools well the problem is like uh, i mean it was against the rules so if you didn't really want to dive off in those waters you didn't do it regardless of how much influence and resources you had but now that it's the wild west um, you're starting to see certain teams that can't afford these players right. like other schools can, vis-a-vis Texas, mm-hmm. Southern Cal. You know, those big metropolitan areas are tough to compete against. Right. Even with the legacy that Alabama has. Anyway, oh, um, yeah, Texas Tech basically, or Texas A&M basically – bought all their recruiting class. <laughs> and uh, Jimbo's going to get you next. <laughs> I don't care. They get, they had like two or three star or five star players every year. Yeah. You know, no big deal. And then they show, they recruit arguably the best recruiting class ever. Oh, yeah. It's just like a flip of a lot. And that's the thing is like you make it – people take advantage of a good system and a good time, and it makes it tough not to sit there and go, okay, this is really why we can't have things like right. this is because people take it and run with it. Right. And I'm not saying that that stuff doesn't happen everywhere. I'm not saying that people don't get that hidden little message from a coach right Mm -hmm. before they get recruited and, hey, you know, I got this friend here and got this friend there. It's everywhere. We've had this conversation on here where small-town politics, you know, people people get put up underneath the stadium for a good football player. You know what I'm saying? It's so, amazing how much we get done when football's involved. It's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get the shit done. The tide rolling in the end of August, right? <laughs> Hell of high water. Yeah, and that, I think we've made it very obvious that we are super, super in tune with athletics, at least football at oh, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> so. that's, a, that's all I study. I don't watch anything else. <laughs> Uh, other than Netflix. Other than Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> I, I stay in tune with my shows, and when the tide's rolling, I watch it. Yeah. But so it's so from what I could put together, pretty much Nick Saban just came out and was like, "Hey, it's pretty obvious what y'all did. How y'all haven't had a recruiting class like this ever. Yeah, <laughs> neither but, has anybody in the country. Right. And then all of a sudden, NIL is an opportunity, and y'all are offering it to kids before they like they're not getting the spot and then earning the the scholar not the scholarships, but I guess the contracts. Right. And then he brought up Miami pay, paying their basketball players four hundred thousand to sign there. Yeah. So basically, hundred k a year. Right. I just don't know how you don't make them employees of the university at some point. I don't know. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I think that's where we end up going. I yeah. think that everything, you know, everything starts trickling downhill, and as people keep pushing it and try to find loopholes, and next thing you know, you got college players that are getting paid almost as much as professional football players. Well, they I mean, are professionals at this point. Well, but not – I mean, you think about the percentage of people that get into college and then mm-hmm. the percentage of people that get into legitimate professional, like the the professional soccer teams, the professional football teams, like NFL level and stuff like that. They're not – those are the people that are natural-born athletes, not the people that just can go to college and make it. Right, but there's also, you know, professionals among universities that aren't, in sports. Yeah. 
they may be a profession in another field, but going to class at the same time. So yeah, it's essentially true. that same kind of deal. That's true. But I'm here for the beef. I'm always here oh, for me the too. beef. I it's, love the It's arguments. great for the, the game yeah. atmosphere. And you know the world hating on Alabama. It's going to be in Tuscaloosa. We're going to dog walk the boys. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Bryce <laughs> is going to go hammer. Like, Will Anderson, if he stays healthy, might be a Heisman. The problem is, is that they've pissed off Nick Saban. Bad deal. And you don't want to do that. You don't do that. You don't want to do that. You don't piss off Daddy Nick because he will. He'll be in there in the locker room. <laughs> Don't like it when you run through his face over and over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> just bring in Marshawn Lynch. It's like, damn, all right, here we go. <laughs> just got Ric Flair in there hyping everybody I always up. liked playing Texas a I was there when we played Johnny, and it was just when they beat us at home. Oh, yeah. It was oh, heartbreaking. Such a, such a day for Alabama I just football. love playing Texas a and beating their ass. <laughs> <laughs> makes just me happy. Johnny and Jimbo. Yeah, fuck Johnny Manziel. <laughs> hate that guy. God. Hate that guy. Great tattoos, but hate him. Piece of shit. Wish Drake was my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I can leave you clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like I said, always here for the beef. But I tell you, things getting heated in Alabama and A&M, but not heated quite like they are in Brooklyn. What's going on in Brooklyn? So you know how we always, there's a point in the year where people up north make fun of people from the south. Right. right. They're like, oh, y'all can't handle the cold. It snows a quarter of an inch and y'all shut the entire economy down and below the Mason-Dixon line. Well, they go and run a marathon whenever it gets close to 90 and mm-hmm. somebody died from a heat stroke. Hell yeah. 15, hell yeah, what? <laughs> go ahead. And 15 others got sent to the hospital because it reached into the 90s during hell the yeah. marathon. <laughs> hell yeah. You're stupid. That. You know why? Because why are you running a half marathon and you ain't drinking no water? Well, see. Why are you, why are you falling out at 90, guys? Oh, I wish. Well, oh, they said that it started. Oh, I wish. They said it started in the 60s to 70s and then made it to the 90s. I'm like, that's literally like five months out of the year. This is some puss. (laughs) (laughs) There they are. 90 degrees? 90 degrees? I've been in some weather that would be described as child abuse. (laughs) And you're telling me, you're preaching me about 90 degrees? 90 degrees? No. Yeah. No. A week. They week and they deserve what they get. Not just falling out and being like, I'm tired, I'm done. Hospitalized. Good. Because they were running. Good. So one runner died. (laughs) One, they're running. Why are you doing that? I don't know. That's some Cody shit. That's some Cody shit. Sick of that. Don't just be running. Don't do that. But one runner died and 15 others were taken to a hospital after running the Brooklyn. It wasn't even a whole marathon. It was a half (laughs) Why are you dying at a half marathon? That's so disrespectful. It's, it's like, it's, so it says, um, an F, uh, a FDNY spokesperson told Insider mm-hmm. in a statement Saturday evening that four of the injuries were serious, eight were non-life-threatening, and four were minor. One person refused medical treatment. The runner who died was a 30-year-old man who collapsed just after passing the finish line. So he finished the race, but then I guess it was so delayed that he died, like, after the race was done. So he did die? Yeah. He Damn. Died. Well, shouts out to the family. I was yeah. just joking, but also, don't do that. <laughs> you got to know your limits. Hey. I mean, c- congrats for pushing through, hey. but you got to know your limits. Pussy. <laughs> say that. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it said the uh, it wasn't immediately clear whether his death or the other injuries were directly related to the he? heat. Thirty. <sighs> Maybe he was hefty. 
I don't know. I'm, I don't. Is think that so. another soldier down? No. What I think happened was that was another Cody. A Cody <laughs> showed up in a brand new pair of running that shorts makes me so and happy. shoes, and and he was like, "I'm gonna run this half marathon just yeah. because I want to do that." And I'm people strong told, mentally. Yeah, because I'm strong, and then ran it, mm-hmm. and then paid the price. Yeah, because you didn't hydrate, you big dummy. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was that stupid. Head. <laughs> but it's like you can't. You can't do that in a situation where you like it's just not healthy. Unless he has a heart condition, and it comes out later. He's big dummy. Yeah. Like why else are you dying in a half marathon? It. Yeah, there's got to be something under. How long there. is a half marathon? It's it's like as long as a marathon, but half of that. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> I don't isn't know. Is it twenty three miles is a marathon? Is it thir- I thought it was thirteen point one or something like that. I think that might. I don't be know. Half. I don't do stuff like that. I, I know five k is like three and a half miles. I don't know. I don't run for fun. I don't do that either. I like to. I like to suffer. <laughs> I don't want to be around people and be happy when I'm running. I've like want to forge my body. That's that mindset when I'm running long distance. I'm in a full sweat tracksuit. Got my hoodie on. It's August. <laughs> Listening Just to the Rocky suffering. music. <laughs> That's how I like to do it. I can tell you, if you ever come to me and say, hey, let's go run a half marathon, I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. No, I don't want to do that, that shit. at all. At all. Cody texted me that, and I was like, wow. Oh, dude, I ran with Cody wow. one time when we were starting everything up, and we were doing promo videos, those early videos that oh, came yeah. out terrible. Love those. Um, we need to repost those just for people. Cringe cringeworthy. To- <laughs> um, but so we, we were running like seven miles because he was getting ready for the half marathon, I think, or he was getting ready for some other long-distance run. Dude, I could not walk the next day. <laughs> I was like, why do you beat my body? Like, why this? do you do this? It hurts. I it want to go home, Grandpa. so bad. Because he doesn't get the, you know, he's light as a feather. He's got the physique of a 12-year-old. Yeah. And, you know, my big bone ass at the time was <laughs> just pounding on them joints. Your knees just Cooked. screaming for help. Cooked. He's like, why well, you beat a bitch? I'm like, because I weigh 100 more pounds than you. <laughs> Probably at the time more than that. Oh, yeah, probably. Because he was fresh off of one of his little trips, also called a deployment. Yeah. (laughs) Vacation. Yeah, taking pictures in the sand. And all he was doing was running, working out. Bunch of thought pictures. (laughs) Really tasty for a tender That's that camouflage thought. That's what I like to call him, (laughs) Cody. A camouflage thought. That's what we're going to start calling him is the camouflage thought. Whenever he comes back, we're going to That's that flamboyant Rambo, you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I don't don't ever call me. Cody called me one time. He's like, "Hey, I'm running a half marathon in a couple of weeks. You want to go with me?" I was like, "I'll be at the finish line with a Gatorade and a rag to wipe your ass off the ground." He that glitter team six. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants he just wants to be on TikTok. He just wants to he be does. TikTok famous so bad he can't stand it. And he Why was Cody doing special. makeup tutorials? I don't. <laughs> He gonna be showing people how to fade in their wig to make it not look like a wig. <laughs> Cody show up like Jeffrey Star. He like, but I do have a Bentley and a Rolls Royce. So if things worked out, I like to think of him more as a like a RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, Cody. We miss don't, you. Don't call me to do no half marathon because you're going to end up on one of these insider articles if you keep playing right. around with There's yourself. There's going to be homicides. You can't act like a mechanic and run half marathon. No. That's not healthy. It's not good for you. No. And where it gets to here, Gold State Conference. I'll tell you what else isn't healthy. Apparently, old Joe Biden's talking about there being a new uh, a new pox running. False around. flag. The monkey pox. False flag. Think so? Yeah. 
It's not, it's Wayne, not, go, hey, listen here. I ain't going back. <laughs> I ain't going back to the mask. I ain't going to do uh-uh. it. I can't do it. I'm not going to get trapped in my house no, again doing I, all the projects. You know what? Also, kind of sounds awesome. Monkey pox. Monkey pox. Am I going to be like some monkey hybrid? You know, you already I, about halfway a hybrid. Are we about to look into an origin story for a Marvel character? <laughs> Bump me. Give me some monkey you, pox. You'll be like King Kong Jr. Then I'm already here now. You're going to be the half marathon of King Kong. I just throw my poop. <laughs> That's what happens when you get them monkey pox, boy. But I ain't going back. I ain't doing the vaccine neither. <laughs> no, but I read the article after I sent it. It said, not likely to transmit to humans. I was like, oh, you got me. No, oh, you, you got me you with, got the hit with the clickbait. Got hit with the clickbait. But it's real weird that they came out with it as he was yeah. coming from South Korea. It's I don't like, like, could that. you have timed that any worse? Right. How many monkeys are in South Korea? I don't know. I ain't been there. They got deer hunting over there. I think they got really small deer. Oh, yeah. I'll shoot them, too. Yeah. That's like a Zach Langston deer. They deserve to be shot, too. Wow. (laughs) So disrespectful. I just love it when you come to my house and you look at all the antlers and you're like, wow. Because they're impressive. There's so many. They're impressive. Well, I'm glad you think I'm impressive. Well, you know what else I think is impressive? Our listener audience. And we thank you for joining us for 77. It has been a pleasure. It's been a treat. And uh, honestly, our hearts go out to our fallen comrades. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you guys for 78 next week.